The underdog is howling. This is Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, oh, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Week six is here. We are ready, locked and loaded. Plenty to get to. Uh, Matt Lindeman from Circus Sports, one of the best odds maker out there. He's your guy that gets those lines out there first on, on Sundays for the following week. We got all the picks. Bear and I are opposite of a major game this week. But, Bear, we got to mention, last week was pretty good, right? Last week was good. Right? Last week was good. That was the last couple of weeks we've dug ourselves out of the first couple of weeks hole that we, we got ourselves in. And, um, board was good. Thank and, and thank gosh the uh, the underdogs in the column have just been that, that's what's been keeping me above water and really yeah. been been doing well. The last three weeks I've given out in the column twenty one underdogs in that section to either play uh-huh. either on the money line uh, outright or put them in a round robin or a parlay, and fourteen of them have won outright. Okay, so that worked out well. Couple housekeeping things with the podcast. Always remember, please rate, review, subscribe. Is that it, Bucknut? All right, look, I'm cheesing back there still. He, he, I, I, I think he's a little worried. We'll get worried. to your Buckeyes. I was going to say, I think he's a little worried about Saturday night. Yeah, I don't he's, think he's he seen, is. He's seen old Dino come uh, in there before. It's a big dog. Uh, but please do that with the with the um, podcast. Uh really helps. And you guys, I, I actually went and checked a, com- a couple comments. Yeah, it, it, it's uh, awesome. On a recent flight, and it's it's amazing the nice it's things the, you guys have to say. Great to see the uh, uh, fans we got. Obviously, bear, uh, new breaking news. I got an alert. One of your contacts now has an Instagram account. Yes, you want to let the people I, I know. Fi- finally, I finally do have the inst- the, the real Instagram account. I, I, I have yet to load a profile picture Come or on. verify myself. But yes, There's a I, nice I, T-shirt I, that you can I, make your profile I, I picture. I, I probably could, <laughs> or, or maybe the back of the T-shirt might uh, be even better. But yeah, yes, my my wife has given me a hard time for probably. Two years all now the that vacations a, you've been know, on, you I could know, have been sharing, sharing pictures from South Africa and Nice, Nice, and we're uh, Portugal and Spain and Morocco the last couple of years, and I just failed to do it. But yes, I heard there was an imposter, an imposter bear account out there, and of course there finally was. I've done something about of course it. There so was. it's just my my name, my name, and I'm there, and I'll put some content up there soon. Um, again. The uh, the podcast we're here, all right. We're here every week. The column is what we go by for the official picks. So get the ESPN uh, app. You could get everything on there. There's so much good stuff. NFL gambling. We got NHL gambling out there. We got everything, and that's where you could see all our picks in the column. Um, and it's not just. It's not just. It's like the not nor- just it's, it's a normal ESPN Plus subscription that you yes. get all those the, the thirties thirty games like. Now, because of ESPN Plus, I was able to hop on in my hotel room in Lincoln last week yeah. and watch the wonderful conclusion of BYU Toledo. Oh, how about that and that's, one? And that's it, how about them not running the clock out and just scoring a touchdown? Yeah, I, 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 I when I when they you got know? the ball, I'm like, okay, it was like, okay, you take it. No, 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 really, you take it. I'm like, all right, just take knees and kick the twenty yard <laughs> field goal. But I guess you don't want to trust a Matt kicker. Yeah, I guess not. Um, what I do want to trust is, is the kind words that were said about you in the article released today <laughs> on the athletic by our guy, Max Olson. Um, awesome article. If you get fun. a chance, go to the athletic. There's a, there's a, I mean, 20 page feature on the bear. Uh, Max just followed him around. He actually sent me a picture, 
uh, from the bus as you were watching games, and it killed me because <laughs> I was at a wedding. I wanted, I had that game circled. I had that trip, um, you know, mapped out. But uh, family member wedding, I wasn't able to participate. It's a little but, more important. But your experience, all that went into. Are the people in Lincoln too nice? Yes, they are. It was it was unbelievable. In Max, I did an awesome job. Like, yep, I'm a normal dude who likes football, ponies, and some action. It, yeah, he had a pretty good he, weekend for the combo right in the too. sweet spot. But it, it was a it was an awesome weekend because like our setup there, it felt like this kind of like concert type environment. It was a really tight built into the area, facade. Yeah, and we had this like partitioned all like walkway from our office right to the set. It wasn't a long walk, and there were just so many people there, and it was so loud, and everybody was just awesome, and I wish the game would have gone a little bit better for yeah. them on Saturday night. But but even, I went out of the truck at halftime to walk back to the bus and, and, and grab a bottle of water and, and check in on some other games, and they're leaving the stadium, and they're nice as could be, oh, picture, <laughs> oh, we'll get, I'm like, I'm like, you're losing by like 30, and you're not mad or angry, or, or you're just, okay, well, we lost, we'll get them next to It was like, this is amazing. Yeah, I, I it's... We're going to get to the Huskers because I got that game circled this week as they host Northwestern, um, which is just as fishy a line, I think, as as you can see here. But um, as we move forward to this week. And then in a big-time steamer condo pick, if you can bet your condo won't. I thought he was going to get middled by the line move last week. Yeah. I thought he was going to win the early win, win at the early number and lose on the late number. First steamer loss of the season. Hey, you can't win them all. Correct. And I was with them, and I thought it was. I'll tell you what. Given 37.5, I haven't done that in a while. That's pretty hard to cover. <laughs> Even if you do have two and the boys well, slinging it back that there. That was like me the And other I week. knew it as soon, as soon as they muffed the punt and yep. Ole Miss got mm-hmm. it and they had the easiest mm-hmm. score they've had all year. That's when you knew you, you can't have things go that way. When you're given thirty seven and a half. Well, that was like when I when I took Charlotte in the forty two. I, I you, you can't lay forty two. No, no. Uh, it's 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 a you whole can, different but... dynamic. I mean, yeah, you can go ahead. Uh, but we got one. We got a steamer. He is back. And then in a big time steamer condo pick, if you can bet your condo won't. He's back, and he's given another favorite. This shock. Red Wolves. Arkansas State. Arkansas State Ooh. minus seven and a half. Against Georgia State, who who beat the Vols and Knoxville, who hmm. Texas State beat, so Arkansas State, that's that, that's an interesting one because they got. Did you see the end of that game last week? By the way, how they won the game with a ten second runoff, oh. Troy driving, and an injury and review and by rule ten second runoff game over. So Arkansas State one other got the win. They're really beat up. They got a lot of injuries. Hmm. You don't like the steamer. If the head dog says lay it, I'm laying it. There you go. That's what I like to hear. But I, right. I, I know way too much about Arkansas State for being involved last week. Yeah. With, that was Reese Davis and some super dog on the show. So That's right. I, I think ESPN Plus, there you go again. Super Hop dog. on, and you're able to watch the 10-second runoff. Could have watched ECU last week. You could have. I, I, that I, one. I, I might have had that one under, up, up <laughs> on during the game as well. So, all right, you have your about steamer. The, about people. the only thing that wasn't available on ESPN Plus was UMass Akron. Oh. Speaking of, we'll, we'll, we'll figure, I owe you. We'll figure out it. I owe you, Akron. Thanks a lot for that effort. UMass, congrats, congrats with all the suspensions too. I know, impressive. 
That that UConn game's getting bigger and bigger as we speak. <laughs> now, they, now they now they go down and see, got to see Butch and the boys. The problem is, is that I just want to let you in on this real quick. October twenty sixth, we have our our twenty year reunion. Uh, team that I was on, Pac twelve, Pac ten mm-hmm. champions. Stanford. The, the Stanford team that went to the Rose Bowl. Yes, Let's just say it. All right, well, you're we allowed want, to you're allowed to be proud of yourself. The, and the, your we were the we weren't the good Rose Bowl team. Now they've now they're you know they've had wins since. But we uh, we have you, our reunion. You covered. I'm, we did cover. Um, I might have had you. Might have. Along with, I remember I, I had. That was a great day. I had Michigan was, State. Was, I had Michigan State in the yes. Citrus Bowl. Yep. That was right. Saban coached that game. No, no, Bobby he Williams. left. That's Bobby the day he announced. Bobby Williams. Yep. I had Miami against Georgia Tech in the Gator Bowl. Okay. I had Wisconsin. I had and I had Stanford plus the points against Wisconsin. And then last that night, Tom Brady. Yep. Unbelievable Alabama, Orange great, Bowl. Great Orange Bowl. Unbelievable. Watch that game on Bourbon Street. Uh, look at you. Look 20, at you. 20 years later. A couple, years, a couple days later, Peter Warwick went crazy in uh, in a Virginia. Maybe we'll talk a little Virginia Tech and what's going on. Those were fourth, the days, fourth, huh? I was going to say, you've gone, from a, you've gone from a fourth down stop against Marcus Outson with a lead in the fourth quarter to win it from winning the national title to this. Unbelievable. But anyway... October 26th, we have our reunion, <laughs> and I'm going to be out in Palo Alto. They're playing Arizona that day. They're honoring us, whatever. I'm going to be out there checking the UConn-UMass score. I know it. Of course it. you are. I know it. Um, be disappointed if you weren't. Pretty sad. All right, picks to come, but fair. First, uh, tell the people about Allstate. Mayhem on Saturdays in the fall is inevitable. Mayhem happens on the field, off the field, and in the polls. Mayhem lives on in the wind, in the rain, on the foot of an errant kick, and during a trap game, you'll find mayhem in the parking lot during tailgates, charcoal that's not totally out, an errant football through a window, a flat tire, a lost rearview mirror, etc. Allstate protects you from mayhem in the parking lot and outside it, at home and away. You can't stop mayhem from happening, but you can get better protected from it with Allstate. The potential for mayhem during the playoff race is rampant. Underdogs, trap games, unexpected weather, and so on. Get better protected from mayhem with Allstate. Contact your local Allstate agent today. The underdog is howling. Right into something, because uh, we disagree. And we're going to Ann Arbor. It's a noon kickoff. I texted you Saturday. I was watching Michigan after being in Madison and seeing them in person. And I said, what's the line? Because I think Iowa should be favored at the big house next week. And you said, no way. Name, situation, where the game's played, understood. Then it comes out from our other guys in the desert at seven, and I'm like, "Whoa!" I I I said they should be favored. Therefore, I think they can win the game. Yep. Now it's down to three and a half, and and you, what do you call the the, the underdogs? The dog with fleas. Dog with fleas because they're the squarest underdog out there this week. <laughs> every everyone in the world. Have you heard anybody like like Michigan yet this week? Uh, not until I talked to you. Correct. I I remember when flying home, and going through Twitter. Uh, I think it might have been Teddy Greenstein who was uh, projecting the Big Ten lines for this coming week. Yep. And like, and he even said he's like, I was going to be favored in Ann Arbor, right? And I was like, I'd be shocked if they yeah. were. Yeah, and I like, chimed he, in on he that was one too. on. I'll be like, they give me Iowa. Everyone, oh, how, Iowa, Iowa. I'm like, okay, we'll see. And then it opened up. Michigan right. seven, and now it's been bet down. I, for, for, again, this is just my opinion. I, I think it's a discounted price on Michigan. 
I know their running game wasn't necessarily great last week against uh, the State University of New Jersey, but if it's ever going to come together for Michigan, it's going to be this week. If I'm only laying three and a half at home, I'm, I'm going to do it every time. I, okay. I, I always been their defense has made plays. It's funny because Iowa's offense is kind of what Michigan's always was. Really good offensive line, deep field of running backs, pro-style quarterback, and Michigan's not that right now. So maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just being contrarian for the sake of being contrarian and and looking to play uh, what what I view as a discounted price now with the public being all over Iowa. Maybe I'll lose, but I am taking uh, Michigan minus the three and a half. All right. Here's why I like Iowa. You probably have better reasons for you liking Iowa than I like Michigan. I think they're better on each side of the football. They have NFL players on the D-line. I'm still not sold on Michigan's run game. I watched Michigan last week against Rutgers. We talk about, I don't want to get two X's and O's here, but that zone that zone run scheme that they're trying to run was still, I mean, I, I think what, three of the touchdowns, or at least two of the touchdowns they score when I'm watching, first down, second down, third down, fourth down, they ran a naked bootleg with the quarterback. That's how I mean. That just tells you that they there's no, no, movement, no movement, nothing. And Iowa's got some dudes up on front, man. Epinesa is is a man child, and I think he's really, really looking forward to this matchup. And I think Iowa's defensive line is far better than Michigan's offensive line. I think Iowa's offensive line is better than Michigan's defensive line. I like Nate Stanley compared to Patterson. Stanley's completing sixty four percent of his passes, eight TDs. No picks. Iowa's won five of the last six. Iowa is last in the country in tackles for loss. And that just tells you how sound they are. When you're for Michigan, this is what's going to be, I think, frustrating for Michigan. You're trying to run that zone run scheme, all right? And Iowa is as fundamentally sound a defense as you're going to find. I think they're better than Wisconsin's defense, and Wisconsin's defense was dominant against Michigan. Mm-hmm. Michigan hit a couple big plays that were called back, whether it was a review, what have you. But I just feel like I understand the situation. I know what you're saying, Michigan at home. But if there's a team that's going to go in and and play 60 minutes, which you're going to have to do against Michigan, knowing that they're back, they know that their backs are against the wall. I think Iowa has the goods to do it. I will take the Hawkeyes. It's interesting too because I, what you say makes a ton of sense. And Iowa always looks like this attractive underdog. It is interesting, though, that they have failed to cover each of the last seven games that they've been a dog of less than seven points. It is. And they always seem to play, at least in in the way I I interpret Iowa, they always seem to play better when they are like the small favorite that's kind of being doubted. Oh, wow, Uh, blah, blah, blah is an underdog against Iowa. Let me take... The underdog against Iowa, and that's when they team seemingly play better. I think it's a. I think the roles are reversed here. So we'll see. Can't wait. Noon. Looking kick forward off. to it. Can't wait. Jumpstart the day, baby. Also, that's going to be that's going to be tough because that's going to be watch as much as we can on the set at the end of the take pictures and then scoot off to the the plane. Plane better have plane better have TV this week. Whoa, that's that's an early call out right there. I mean, I, I'm going to have to get with our people on. It's a game. Gainesville to Columbus. The rest. Yep. Only private can do that. Correct. Uh, There's somebody staring at us through the window when we mentioned Columbus. What do you think, Bucknut? (laughs) How are we feeling? I was actually staring about it more about being brash about the TV on the private jet already, but with the game, 
The last game I was at Ohio State was the 2015 Michigan State game. <laughs> I'm nervous. That's the give the ball to Zeke game, right? Yes. He didn't, he didn't give him the ball enough? Yes. Um, I'll take the points. You'll take in the points. Okay. Our buck not homer right there. Uh, any, what do we got? Gainesville to Columbus, as I mentioned. You've never done that trip before, right? Um, I'm trying to think what we, well, the last time we've been to Gainesville was 2012. And I know we didn't stay for the game. So I just don't remember where we went to from, you should remember from Gainesville that. in 2012. You should know that. Disappointing you. I can, I can go back. I don't have my, my game day database. I'm going to give you me. to the end of the podcast and see if you can recollect it. Okay. All right. All right. Let me, All right. Let me, let me see. see. Let me see. Let me see if I can. He remembered uh, picks from 20 years ago. Exactly. And who we had on this? New Year's Day Y2K. I, I want to. On Bourbon Street, nonetheless. Was it Ohio State, Wisconsin, maybe? I'm going to have to look. Now, now, Is that the Russell Wilson game? I'm going to look. You keep talking, and I'm going to find it. I'm going to go to my next pick, and I think it's another public underdog, and I don't care. Uh, I'm going to West Point. All right. This is the well, only Army's favorite. No, they're not. Army's favorite. No, they're not. Tulane minus three. Really? Okay. I read it wrong. You're right. <laughs> I'm an idiot. See, uh, I, I can't. One article I'm, written I'm, about I'm, the guys reading about I'm, I'm himself looking, all I'm looking, day. I'm looking for schedules of from 2012 and numbers <laughs> in front of me. Ay, ay, ay. Um, yeah. So I'm looking at Army, home dog. First off, 11 a.m. kick for the boys from Tulane who are on Central Time. That doesn't bother me much. Low to mid 40s possible in the bra- on the little, little frosty fingertips early on in the day. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think okay. so. Okay, all right. Uh, this is Army's, I think, only tough home game. They've won 15 in a row. Here's another trivia question for you. All right. Last home loss, who beat Army? 15 games ago, I'll give you a hint. It was in 2016. Duke. No. Air Force. Okay. You can give that to Reese. Uh, you can use that on the show. Army, plenty has been made. I think a lot of people uh, were disappointed in what they did against Rice. We've talked about that game enough uh, this year. I also um, think about the idea of how – they had some questionable play calls against that against Michigan in the Big House in in a game that was as winnable as you can get. Uh, they go to uh, UT San Antonio, get a win, cover, um, and now they come back home and against a team that we both love this year. I actually, you know, thought Tulane can win the American, definitely win their side, which is the West. Army's fourth in the country, two hundred ninety three yards rushing. Their defense is 19th in scoring D, 16.3 points a game. They are dead last, as you would imagine, in the country in passing yards at 48 and a half yards. Here's the familiarity that is, it is crazy awesome in this game. The Tulane defensive coordinator, Jack Curtis, was Munkin's defensive guy for his last three years at Georgia Southern. Army has two coaches who played for Willie Fritz. It's a lot of so this, there. I mean, it's this is going to be an awesome knockdown drag them out game. Familiarity, you know, it's going to be a tight game. The question I have, and I, and I think that Army can answer it, is their defense, and that, and what I mean that is is um, 
is defending Jalen McCleskey, the transfer receiver who went off against Houston on that great Thursday night, which was the last time we saw Tulane play. Yes, um, you were I right. Got it. I was. I, I. I was. I was not. Was not. Ohio. It was not Ohio State. Michigan State. It was Michigan. Michigan State. 2012. Yes. So it had to be a night game. Twelve. The 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 twelve ten game. Hmm. I don't remember that one. Actually, wait a minute. Am I? No, I'm confusing that. I'm confusing that with the uh, the, the other the other ugly game in the rain that uh, that Michigan State went in there. Oh, go with the five turnovers. The Harbaugh, yeah. The, yeah. Um, yeah. This is pre Harbaugh. Yeah, the fourteen ten game. I'm think, I was thinking of 2017. Okay. It's all right. You're there. You Close. got it. Close. You got it. I'll figure it out. All right. Um, back to Army. Mention the familiarity. Tulane's D-line, almost as many tackles as their linebackers. So that just tells you the talent they have on the defensive line. Army, we know the strength of the offensive line, giving that ball to the fullback, and then they let their slapbacks do, the, do their thing. Army's a three-point dog. I like just... Teams don't play well. I've been to West Point. It's a it's a great atmosphere. You got the awesome flybys, you know, before the game. So I think you know, get the crowd involved. I don't think Tulane's going to travel much. I like Army here as a dog. I think they can win the game, but I will say Tulane where wins a one point game, maybe twenty one twenty, seventeen sixteen, something like that. So give me the Cadets at home as a dog, even though you thought they were favored. <laughs> I'm a mess right now. <laughs> Next. I'm going to go with a team that you're probably going to see on Thursday night on winners. I'd, I'd be shocked if they weren't. Stunned if they weren't. That could be a lot of teams. He only gave out nine picks last week. How did he, he do last week? Four and five. I think he's hanging around that every week. It seems he like is. Four and five, five he's and hanging. Four. And you just got to avoid like the one and eight. Yeah, he'll you pop, think? He'll, he'll pop out an 8-1. and one. Oh, yeah, he will. I, maybe this is come. a week. Don't you have to play West Virginia at home? Get oh, he gave him out on did early he, leans did last he? night. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. did. There yeah. you go. I, I was I was long since asleep. That's okay. I, I, I missed that. Actually, I went to bed with the, uh, the Nationals trailing 3-1 and just fell oh. asleep. And I got very lucky because like three weeks ago, I had a buddy of mine run over to uh, one of the establishments in Vegas and play that win the wild card game prop and at the Nationals at plus 120 and decided to just let it let it ride last night figure let it ride like, you know what if if i lose like, if 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 the if the brewers without Yelich beat me with Scherzer and Strasburg on the mound it just ain't meant to be so woke up this morning and saw four three nats <laughs> and it's like all right we'll take it we'll take it but right. uh, texas is really beat up in the yep. secondary running back a ton of injuries uh, Red River next week. Red River next week. Did they? They have failed to cover six of the last seven years uh, prior to that game. Uh, big, big opportunity for for Neil Brown to put his stamp on the program here and mm. get a get a big home. They they beat NC State early in the year, but this is a this this is the biggest game he's had uh, in Morgantown thus far. So I don't know if I don't know if they can win the game outright. Yeah, but uh, eleven and a half is that what we're, we're looking we at? We are here? looking at 11, eleven. Eleven. Uh, I, I would take West Virginia plus the 11 here. All right. Morgantown, stand up. Uh, a couple numbers. I did a little research with my man J-Mac last night. How was J-Mac doing? Very good. You're right. Recently promoted J-Mac. Recently promoted J-Mac. Yeah. Good for him. Deserves it. Yes, he does. 
Uh, everybody always talks about Tom Herman as an underdog, right? Mm-hmm. Ten times he's been a double-digit road favorite at Texas. You know what his record is? Outright or against, against the spread? Number? I have them both. Outright, go first. This is double-digit road favorite at Texas. Tom Herman is four and six ATS, eight and two straight up. So you're going to get bashed over the head next week with the Tom Herman numbers as an underdog. Right. We already know those. You should know them by heart. This is, I just thought it was interesting because you would think it would be that all everybody wants to talk about is him as an underdog. Mm-hmm. He's not terrible as a favorite. So I, I agree with you. I love West Virginia with the points here. Brutal spot. Um, I never doubt Herman in Orlando, at, you know, with the defensive coordinator, but replacing those corners, knowing what's up, up next with Oklahoma. Good luck. Uh, I watched Oklahoma again, giving out their first half. I mean, it, it's not even fair anymore. Uh, what they're doing and what Lincoln is like. The third, I mean, to cover that first half Saturday, they had a fourth. No, they had a third and twenty-five from their own forty-five. He goes for it, obviously, cuts it in half. Fourth and eleven from let's say the forty-one, throws it about five yards short of the sticks. They get it, boom, score a touchdown, cover the first half. All right, enough about last week. Even though we went what eight and one as a oh, column, I believe it was. Uh, no big deal. I have Northwestern circled. I don't know. I don't have any idea how Nebraska is going to get up off the deck after that game. I do know after watching Northwestern that they have figured some things out. They made it as ugly as possible against Wisconsin. I thought they did a great job against Jonathan Taylor. And this just gets back to Pat Fitzgerald being a being an underdog on the road, and you just let him figure things out. I know I said the same exact thing when they were at Michigan State a couple weeks ago. Uh, no, they were at home in that game, weren't they? Sparty went to Michigan, went to Northwestern. Yeah, uh, so this game is in Lincoln. Northwestern won a crazy game last year against Nebraska thanks to some brutal Nebraska turnovers. Nebraska, 14 turnovers already this year, three or more in four of the five games they've played. Hunter Johnson uh, was out of the game in the second half. Northwestern showed a pulse offensively. Johnson's been as big of a disappointment to me as there is in the country with what I thought it was going to happen. Uh, I still just don't I, – I, he just needs to relax a little bit. I He just looks rushed in everything he does. I know the offensive line is not great, but – there's ways to make plays as a quarterback. Uh, he's completing less than 50% of his passes. He's got one touchdown, four picks on the road. So they they looked better with the backup last week, but we'll see. Uh, and I mentioned how, how impressed I thought um, they were last week in Madison. So I like the key number, 7.5, getting more of a touchdown with Northwestern there. I, I would take that uh, with the road team going into Lincoln uh, mentioning how nice people are in Lincoln <laughs> by the Bears this past week. We, we 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 loved it there. What else have we got here? Come on, get that slate out. I uh, gave you Michigan already. Mm-hmm. Why is Iowa State only a three and a half? Oh, you're raining my mind. Those I want to talk those that, Big Twelve I, games. I, I, I that that number like is eerily low. Like, like shouldn't Iowa State beat them? I don't want to say. Shouldn't Iowa State won last week? Man. Maybe. That's why Great I think job that, by Baylor keeping that game scoreless. That's why I think coming off of that game, now you're home. Uh, you're, you're, what, you're, you're two and two, and you really should be four and oh. Yeah. 
I don't know, TCU defense. Yeah, they Kansas and who else? Who, they, who have they played? Abilene Christian, Purdue, without Sindelar. Yeah, he gave up a ton against SMU. God, their quarterback play hasn't been really good. I don't know. I, 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 really. I can, Give me Iowa State. Iowa State is a short give me three home and a, three and a favor. Half. Yeah, yeah three and like, a half. I mean, they, they, it seems like a low number here, which worries me a little bit. But it's north of a field goal, which I like my reverse interpretation of how a number should be. Those are two brutal losses for the Cyclones. Yeah, they're going to look back on those. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look back on those <laughs> as a as a pick for the Big Twelve title game. Uh, whatever else you want to include there, season win totals. Those are those are two tough ones uh, that I thought Iowa State would win. Um, expect big things from Brock Purdy this week. I am looking at a line bear that that doesn't make sense to me, and that is Missouri hosting Troy. Troy catching twenty five. Offense is great. Um, uh, backup uh, Caleb Barker threw for a bunch against. You mentioned Arkansas State last week. Uh, the Trojan defense is not great, but I just think 25 points, like how motivated is Mizzou going to be playing in the middle of SEC football, playing Troy? Um, I just feels like Troy's getting a lot of points. I'm not sure if they'll make it in the column, but I have them circled as a big, big, uh, underdog that I kind of like that. They're an underdog that could score. Chip Lindsay's done a good job replacing, um, my man that went to Morgantown, Neil, and I, I feel like Troy has the goods to to cover twenty five here, so I will. Uh, I'm looking at Troy right now. I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure, by the way, that after South Carolina, Florida, the game day game, game day show that day of talking about 2012, I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure we went down to Miami and did Flo- and did um, Florida State did Florida State Miami. Okay, I'm fairly certain that's what it was. All right. Such a nondescript game. Barely certain. Yeah. Barely certain. Okay. I like it. I, 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 I will take I, I, your fairly certain. I, li- I literally, over I'm literally way scrolling more through because I remember there was one year we, we did a, like a Purdue game when Purdue wasn't very good and they were home against either Ohio State or Notre Dame and we got a little bit of a game, but I don't think it was this week. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was uh, Miami, Florida State uh, the year before the Knowles wind up winning the national title. Very good. So they're, 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 now that we got that clear, now we got that cleared out. I can I can focus on to some other other games. Don't don't know for sure what I'm going to wind up going with uh, officially, mm-hmm. but some other games that I'm, I'm I'm kind of interested in here. I am interested in Virginia Tech here. Wow! I, I think uh, the number is a, little, a lot. A, a, it's a lot, and I'm I'm curious to get uh, Matt Lindemann's take on this later when we have him on because I think this is going to be a, a game where I, probably, I can foresee a lot of people being on Miami. But uh, I would tend to lean towards taking the points. Remember last week we talked about BC Wake Forest? Absolutely. About how last time BC set foot on, the, on that stadium field, they got the crap beat out of them by Kansas. Embarrassing performance. You would assume that they were going to come out and play well against Wake, and they did. And Probably outplayed Wake, but Wake is somehow five and zero. We just happen to need one more win, and we get that. No big deal. I think we maybe be the first team to cash their their over for the season win total. Maybe, kind of. But yeah, same that's thing. A great question. Virginia Tech couldn't have looked worse on Friday night, and we both love Duke. 
team without an identity. But you would you would think that if there's any bit of pride that they would come out and play well in a in a conference game on the road as a double digit dog. I mean, if if they get if they get throttled here, which has been the like the only game that they've won against an FBS opponent the last what nine games is that one game or Power Five team I should say was that game against Virginia last year where Virginia gave the game away. Rivalry game. My Virginia. So, and it's a Miami team that the offensive line is still struggling. Yeah, what's going on down there? You've got, they, what's going on? They, Williams holds on to the ball a little bit too much. Just because of inexperience? Inexperience. Okay. Young offensive line. So that combination isn't good, but you would expect them to get better throughout the year. But, but Starts here, here. I'm not I'm – not, Miami has not been a team that you've wanted to lay double digits uh-uh. with uh, the last couple of years and the numbers to back that up. And and I think I think Virginia Tech is is the side to uh, to look at here. Okay, plus the points. All right, I got a, I got something to say about Virginia Tech. Okay. Say it. It's sickening to read the stuff that I've read that the players are doing there, starting with the article about last year when, when, when they were like, "No, we don't want to win for the bowl." How don't you you play college football to go to a bowl game, man? That's what you do, and I know people are going to laugh now and say that bowl games don't mean anything anymore. When you play college football, that is like that's your vacation. Yeah, you know, kids get to go home and stay home after school for summer break and spring break and all that. That's your spring break. When you go to a bowl game, you get per diem, you get gear, you get gifts. That's why you play college football. That's the that's that's where you're putting in all this time to play on twelve Saturdays, twelve days a year. You put in all this time to do stuff for, and it's sickening to hear that stuff that's read out, that comes out of Blacksburg. And you know, of course, Fuente's going to get the bad rap now. Uh, you know, being in the fourth year now and can't get the players to play. And was it a good hire uh, about you know leaving Bud Foster there? Like, hey, the guy the guy was successful. I thought it was a good hire. Yeah, and now, and now it's just I, I can't I can't get over what I'm hearing about from the players down there. It's 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 brutal to have to listen to about you know all the stuff that's going on with the with the law passing in California, but just the idea of being able to play college football and looking what those kids are doing with that experience. Brutal, absolutely brutal. Um, all right, sorry, enough about Blacksburg. How about our Terps? I think they should just be happy that. Mr. Franklin decided not to go for two, make it a nice even 60. 60 burger. Kind of surprised he didn't. Uh, I think he read it's like 154 to six. Well, it was, it was, uh, was what was it? 104 to six, I think, the previous two years before it was 59. Yeah, so yeah, hey. one, one. One sixty three to six. Good luck right. to the recruits in that area that are thinking about Maryland or Penn State. I mean, he's just saying, "Hey, you want to do it? Go right. ahead. You this want, is what want, happens. You want to you. that, or you want that?" Penn State's going to have a lot to say in this Big Ten next week. Next week, it gets real for him. Go to Iowa next week. Night game. Yes, night game. Speaking of our Terps, though, they go up the road to Scataway. Obviously, we know the news there. Chris Ash getting fired. I have a couple numbers, and this is not going to make sense, but just hear me out, okay? If it doesn't make sense, I'm going to like it even more. Maryland had 128 yards last week of offense. Mm -hmm. Lost 59 to nothing, Mm -hmm. okay? They didn't sniff getting near Sean Clifford, that defense. No. Didn't sniff, all right? 
Uh, Josh Jackson was as bad as you could be. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look, if you look at the first interception, it's a touchdown. If he makes the throw, he's wide open. He just doesn't see the the defender in all white uh, mm-hmm. right there. Rutgers has been outscored eighty-two to nothing in two Big Ten games at Iowa, in at Ann Arbor. I like the over in this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's fifty-four and a half. <laughs> Rutgers is going to pull every string possible and with an interim head coach. Mar- you would assume Maryland's going to score a bunch of points this week. And Maryland is is brutally injured on the offensive line. But they have a knack of going, running that side to side game and, and causing, and causing mismatch and, and getting that eye candy in the backfield where guys are going in vertical. So I know it sounds crazy, but I like the over like in this it. game in, in Piscataway. Maybe, 54 maybe, and maybe Nunzio's got some things were cooked up his sleeve to, uh, I, I could see this 45 41. I could see this like the Maryland Ohio State game last year. What was that? 54 51? Something like that, yeah. I could see that because these teams, I mean, we're getting to that point where it's just, all right, guys, this is what we're good at. Let's just keep doing it over and over and over again. I like the over in Piscataway. No, a couple, Yell other, at me. couple other games I'm looking at here. Do you have any more official picks that you're thinking of right now? Because I do have a lot of games I want to get to. Um,. I'm waffling on one of them, and it's the game day game, so I don't want to. In Gainesville? Yeah. It always feels like Florida wins this game. I'm not saying that. It, it just Stuff happens. Field goal, blocked field goals, special teams. Mullen's been a magician as an underdog. Uh, and Auburn. Here's, here's one question I have about Auburn. If the Pac-12 stinks, why do they get credit for beating Oregon? Right, it's like I, I don't I don't get the whole why why, why is A and M good? A and M is not A and M is turning into Indiana. Whoa! <laughs> How about Indiana last week? I, I'm going to give Jimbo a little bit of a I'll give a leash because, but they're, they're, I'll, I'll still Jimbo take, might listen to I'll, the podcast. I'll still, I'll still work through the relationship there, but okay. But that's why that it, the only thing that would have been better last week. With that Indiana Michigan State game, was if the number was seven and a half, <laughs> which a lot of people tweeted me they had in teasers. <laughs> That's the only thing that would have made that better, because that would have been the poster child for Indiana football, right there, just good enough to get you beat. You right go, there. Why, why are why are you not going for two in the win? Why are you not going for two? That's my coach. <sighs> Tough. Anyway, other games. Sorry, get other back games. to the swamp. Do you like what's and I listen. I love Auburn. I I I love what they're doing. Malzahn as a play caller is my favorite. What he was able to do in in that in that, as good of a start as possibly you could have at a game in College Station. Uh, but I just it, you know you can't you can't clown Pac-12 and then give Auburn right, all exactly. this credit. Here's a question for you: If Auburn wins this week, are they your number one team in the country? Now, now, are they the best team? No, no, I'm just, not. I didn't. No, no, they're not. No, they may have. They they may be Bucknut, in terms of resume. Who's your Who's your number one team right now, Bucknut? It's not us. It's us. I paid the vote. My money say, went to the scholarships. All right. If you, okay. went, if you went there and 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 has proof of purchase, all right, then he he can call them us. All right. But that's why I don't like get this whole like oh the Pac-12 is out of the plot. No, they're not. If Oregon or Washington weren't that with, with the Pac-12, 12 and 1. Can't they, wait. They, Is that next week or two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. 19th. Two weeks. Buckle up, Seattle. That's going to be a good one. Yeah, I know. That's going to be a good one. Started. 
All right. Sorry. But yeah, uh, Auburn, Florida, stay tuned. Okay. You all Monroe getting north, getting like 15 against Memphis, that offense can score. And it's not like they're going to face a physically imposing defense in Memphis. I wasn't impressed with Memphis against the Navy. Now I know Navy yeah, takes I, you out of your I, stuff. I can, I, can no, see, I, I, I can see Funrow scoring some points. Funrow just keep, got waxed by somebody. Keep keeping the uh, Iowa State. Oh yeah, that's right. The, the um, different type of all different type of defense that they're facing. Yeah. This week, so I'm, I'm maybe looking at you on Monroe. Okay. As a dog, don't take the fun out of Monroe. Tell me why I should not consider taking Stanford plus 16 and a half. Because if you like Costello and you like the experience, he's probably going to be out again. There's another uh, Sorrell I don't think is going to play on the offensive line. I think Washington's got it back. I think they got the mojo back. They got the run game. Uh, Achman is is as good a, a player that no one talks about in the country as there is. Yeah, the 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 the, the, pick, the pick on the special, goal, the man. pick on the goal line, oh. and then the that was the that was the game right there. Um, I just wash he he just seems to. I mean, two years ago, Stanford won as a as a dog. I just think Washington's better in every single facet of the game, and I like Easton. Stanford's defense has been. Bend but don't break against these good offenses. I think they're. I think. I think Washington's coming in their own, and I don't like that game at all. Then the other game I'll be potentially looking at Tulsa getting thirteen and a half or fourteen, whatever it is against SMU. Right. Tulsa's defense isn't bad. No, they, they were in, in the game with Oak State. The, the Wyoming Shuba game. busted one aren't late. The Wyoming game was seventeen seven in full control until a PI call. And so, be maybe interested, maybe in taking Tulsa plus the points there as well. Okay. Matt Rule is an underdog this week. It worries me this week. Keep an eye on Kansas State's uniforms this week. They are yeah, I saw they got some spectacular white helmets. Um, they suspect to the big play again last week. Uh, Oklahoma State can do that. I don't want anything to do with Stillwater at Lubbock this no. week. <laughs> no, we got we got Typ- a- typically Oklahoma State after they win it they, when they when yeah. they go. Like they do not perform well as no. big favorites in Big Twelve play lately. You know what they happen? How it's, weird it's things good. get. You, you, you know we got to talk about the game at the rent. The Bulls are coming in. I was going to say it's, a, it's the last time they beat an FBS team. 30, 33 point dog last year, barely won. Six? six or eight, yeah, barely won. Lucky to win. Last they time. haven't won an FBS since game then. since then. That's got to be close to a calendar year. Like they have, they haven't been close. Yeah, that game was at the. Uh, the exact game on that, you know, that game for you had to be. They were seven and zero last no, it, year. It was because it was right before the Houston game when when everyone was like shocked that USF was an underdog against oh, yeah. Houston. I'm like, now Houston's going to win the game by like ninety, and they did. USF is giving eleven. How can you giving, lay points with that team? I don't know. Huskies backdoored the, the Knights last week. It's some nice Snow White uniforms too. I I would have October to October twentieth. 2018. Wow, so it's like 350... 40, 40, 48 days. Look at you. Uh, Yeah, I would lean Huskies there. What contract contractual bonuses will Randy Etzel achieve this week? That's like my favorite tweet of the week, by the way. They had a... Yeah, they made a loss by 30 to UCF, but you know what? They had a higher yep. red zone scoring efficiency than UCF, <laughs> so he gets two grand. 
BC, Louisville. I mentioned that Boston College over last week against um, Wake Forest I thought was really high. This feels really high, too. I just feel like Adazio and Satterfield are both just, I don't know. I I don't expect this game to be a shootout. The total 60 and a half, that seems like a lot to me. North Carolina in a brutal spot. They got bet. Yeah, they, 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 I think they'll bounce spot. back and win, won't they? I would, I would think. I don't know if I'd lay it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if I'd lay it, but I, I given think they'll 10, win. That's I a tough spot. Back and win. Um, what else you got? One of the other uh, Colorado giving a cheap number. They should be undefeated. Buffalo, interesting dog against Ohio. Home dog against Ohio. Hmm. Interesting. I, th- I thought that they might be worth a look. That smells. How many points is Utah State going to score against LSU? Well, that that's uh, that's a good question. Like I don't know if I can go there because I took Georgia Southern and they gave up a million. Yeah, two so, totally different offenses though. Yeah, and LSU and yeah, you got, has you been you got Florida next week. Mm-hmm. So like early seventy two, the up and early, down early kick. So you're not going to get your normal inspired LSU home crowd like you normally would late in the day. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Can, can, can you can you take can you take twenty eight? I don't know if I'd lay it. Yeah, I would rather take it than lay it, for sure. Uh, Cal's got no chance if Monster's no. the quarterback. Cal, Cal under six, not dead yet. Never dead is what I titled the 2019 New York Mets. Maybe a Cal under is never <laughs> dead either. Figure. You figure they should probably beat Oregon State. You know it's, it's going to come down. It's to in them. Berkeley. Oh, I know it's. You know it's. And, come and, down and it's to just going to be a question of whether they beat, whether they get the axe, or they beat UCLA. Feels like it's going to land on six. Because their offense has got no shot with that kid playing quarterback. I, I hate to. I hate to sound blunt, but they don't. They were as bad as it could be. I I, I don't see how they keep that. How crazy Oregon's, Oregon's defense has played really really well. well. I really really well. How about an Oregon game that over under is forty six and a half? No, well, that, that's telling you right. What, that's so what they're saying. they're expecting what thirty to ten? Here's one. Would you rather have Kansas plus thirty two or Tennessee plus twenty four and a half? Well, Tennessee's actually been good. Against the number in this series lately, because they've been such a, All right, a but huge. None of those Tennessee teams no, is this one. No, I, I would. I feel like Georgia. I don't. Ready I, for I, a I think. Great, I, I, think Georgia, I think Georgia off the week that they had the win, no, no, healthier now. Mm-hmm. I and they're going to be a ton of Georgia fans there. You think? I'd rather take Kansas, just with the wow, just, just with Red River next week. Listen, I I agree with you. I, I just, like listen to what we're saying. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather. I mean, you, you talk about hold your nose either way. Thought my rice team was going to get a win last week. Oh, I know. God. I know. Over. Ugh. Watch out this week. Watch out. What do they got this week? UAB. Watch out. Just. I'm. I'm rooting for them. UAB is not as I'm, talented. Oh, no, as they're they not. Bet. No, they're not. And it's, that was a massive win for us. See, this would. This would be. This would be stealing one that we didn't necessarily expect. If they can. Yeah, UAB's offense is problematic. All right, I'm trying to make sure we don't miss anything. Last chance going down the board. Oh, you got money line? 
Well, being that I sent out that note uh, yesterday about each of the last five years we've seen a top 15 team go down to an unranked team, maybe take a shot with uh, I think the two most likely candidates would be Stanford and West Virginia. Maybe wow. throw, maybe throw okay. a little on the money line. Those Stanford are both double Virginia. digits. Yeah. All right. Uh, I would say. Oh, here's the other, one. the other the other pit you can look at as well. I need Pitt. Duke. I got the pit under this year. I mean, they, they, they almost they, lost last have week you seen to a, Delaware. Have you seen a greater dichotomy? Well, that's perfect. They and it, it's perfect. Yeah. Nearly right. lost to Delaware the week after beating UCF. Now you're on the on the on, on the road as a dog against a Duke team coming off a massive win. That's that's Pitt's mo right there. Yeah. Have you ever seen a greater dichotomy though when a team and how well they play as an underdog, Cutcliffe at Duke, as to how poorly they play as a favorite? I mean, I mean they they have been brutal. I'll win nine against the number with eight outright losses. The last nine games have been favored. Is Notre Dame really going there to play a game this year? Yeah, at Duke, yeah. like on, like it's not basket. It's not. I'm it's not Coach certain, Bray versus I'm Coach K. Certain, I'm fairly certain it's at Wallace Wade and not Cameron. Okay, I'm going to take BC as my money line pick. Oh, I hope not. I'm just, just. I hope that I, I, we weren't we weren't banking on this one for the win total, but. We could be steal, a nice one to we get. We steal this one. That'd be, feel really good. It's amazing how they all count. And we got to talk Friday night. UCF in a spot that we haven't seen number. in a long time. Um, given four at historic Nippert Stadium. See the field going to look. Field's going to be kind of. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better Lean. than that? Lean? This I almost feel like you gotta take Cincinnati on the money line if you're gonna take them with the yeah. points, right? Yeah, I was gonna say it feels like you either lay the four or money line it. Just feels just feels right. Uh interested to see what Minnesota does off of playing their best game of the year uh at home impressive. against Illinois. Morgan, uh, they're Morgan, good, Morgan, man. Morgan's awesome. They're they're good. They're good up front. And the receivers are really good. And Vandy old Miss should be given seven. No. No, I don't understand that. shouldn't be giving seven anybody right now. I, I, I don't concerns. understand that one. Defense is horrible. And fresh off their first win of the season, your Minutemen are plus 26.5 against your oh, man, Butch. Butch. Davis, yeah, I, I can't see uh, the Minutemen going down to South Florida and getting a win. I think, uh, what about ECU Temple? I, think, I uh, like Temple. I think it's a terrible matchup for ECU. Off a great win, young team. Temple's defense is is dominant, Temple's and ECU's really offense has just been not what I thought. No. Uh, I expect work in progress. Just yeah, long. I mean, new coaching staff. It's going to take time. This is actually a good spot because now you're going to get you got your kids pumped up. Prime time Thursday night game. This will be interesting. I just I think Temple's that good, and just a terrible loss against Buffalo. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, the talent is there on defense. Russo might be a little limited because they have got they got NFL guys, I believe, on the outside there. So yeah, I'm very interested in that game. I would just lean Temple because I could see them holding East Carolina less than two touchdowns. And and Temple has more big playability. So uh Air Force Navy. Good game. Real good. What was going has anybody found out you watched the end of that game last week? Air Force and State State? It was on bad beats. I gave out Air Force on daily wagers. What are you my doing? Best bet of the weekend. What are you doing? Coach. What are you doing? Coach, what are we doing? What 
going for it. Fourth down on our own 20. We're, I, I apologize. We were up 41-10, yeah. too. I apologize. I missed Bad Beats this week. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I tweeted him out. You can watch I, it. I was going to have to go back Twitter and box. Uh, you are, by the way, at Chris Felica on uh, Instagram as yes, well as yes, Twitter? Yes, yes, All right. Stanford Steve 82 on both. Uh, I'm just going to pick one more game on the slate we haven't touched on, and you're going to talk about it. Okay. Eastern versus Central. Mm. I want the shirt worn on oh, game day this week. I, I, Come on. Oh, this, I, I, did you tweet it out yet? I did not tweet out the that shirt. That should be your first Instagram picture. That's a great the picture call. you okay. sent me. You got it. You got Make sure it. you sent me. Yeah, awesome. I mean, you get it. Just get think a, factory, folks. You'll get a sweet. You, you, you'll you'll get a sneak preview <laughs> of it if you go back and watch last week's edition of Bad Beats and see the shirt that head coach Chris Creighton is wearing on the sideline. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll you'll get a tease. <laughs> you think I? You know you know you know what you this, have to wear it this week. Should I wear it on the set or yes? Should, you know what I could do as well. The, the irony, and all your hits that you're the doing. The irony is, is you being a I mean, we're going local knowledge here. Yep. Like the the stop and shop that yeah. we you go is the one right across from the entrance of Central Connecticut. Like, should, should I wear it grocery shopping like next week when I come home? They won't even. Understand. I was going to say they probably they won't have no even idea. Understand. They won't know it. Uh, walk into Elmer's maybe. Um, that's it. That's you. You would think a, a week off after that near upset. Get, get it right, Coach. I, I I would think they'll go to Central and win. If you were Rutgers, that's who you would hire. Would he take the job? Could you can't, listen to this? I mean, in, in, unless you're taking it for the money, like it's a Power Five job. I know it is. I know it is. But I guess you can say, what what's your what the best you're ever going to be there is what seven and five or eight eight and four if you're lucky. You got three, you got so what? You got built in three built in losses every year. Yeah, they're going to redo those divisions soon. They have to. Ohio State, if they don't get it again, they're just going to keep complaining. They play in a tough division. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is, but that, that, that's what Chris Ash thought when he took the job. Mm, but I, I, I think, I, but I do think they need to take a guy. They're not going with another coordinator. You got to take that. a guy who's been a head coach who knows exactly what he's walking into. But that day, that's that's a guy who Greg Chiano's available. Chiano, I mean, Bruce yeah, Feldman wrote not? about it. He's got to get the first call. Why not? I mean, but you, you, all kidding aside, like it's a guy who took. I mean, Eastern Michigan was probably the worst job in the country. Exactly, that's what I'm was. saying. And now you're gone to bowl games two of the last three years. You're on game day nearly every week. It, Go for it. Why not? Wonder when his contract. I mean, not that it would matter, but I wonder when his deal is. You up. should know that you're our Eastern <laughs> Michigan insider. Uh, Aren't you his agent? Well, yeah, it might be Western Eventually. Michigan Toledo. Good game. Is Be- is, Be- is Bellamy fully healthy? I'm not sure about that one. Feels like a TBD. I'd lean Broncos there. All right, and here's one other. If we didn't touch on the game, we probably don't have a feel on the game. So I know this is going to happen. Georgia Southern and South Alabama is going to be kicking off tomorrow night, and people are going to be tweeting, hey, what's your feel on this game? I don't have one. If I did, I would have talked about it on the podcast, or it will be in the column tomorrow afternoon. Is there anything else, sir? Oh, do you want to give out your uh, NHL plays? Season win totals? Yeah, I can I can do that. I mean, again, um, we'll see if some of the – I'm sure some of these numbers – I don't know anything about hockey, so I'm going to refrain. I just – 
was really impressed with the Avalanche last year. I'm, I'm sure teams I, well, they, they are a very trendy team. Yeah, see, the hockey guys are telling me there. don't believe. Yeah, don't that, go that, off that, what that, you that's, remember. That's one that I'm going that I avoided because I typically don't like those teams. But these numbers might be gone. Okay, but here's what I uh, here's what, what you I got played. locked last, and loaded. Last year I played three. I played Vegas under, which was I had that way. Yeah, I played Florida over, which was. Done earlier there. They made a run, yeah. but they uh, came up short. And I New played, coach, and I played the uh, played the Blues over, which was a winner. So we went no two deal. and one. I felt bad that I didn't get down on to win the cup. That's the only regret that I. Oh, had. stop it! But here, here are the six that I played this year. Islanders under ninety one and a half. Uh, I'm an Islanders fan. Full disclosure. <laughs> uh, I don't. You saw how that worked out for me betting the Mets under the other night I, in bad beats. <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to completely go in the in in the tank, but. It's interesting. You lose Leonard and you bring in Varlamov now. I don't think a lot's trots the system, but they didn't get any better this year. They didn't address their uh-huh. issues scoring goals. Um, the Devils are going to be better. The Habs are going to be better. Uh, the Sabres, I think, are going to be better. A couple teams that didn't make the playoffs. So I, I, Isles didn't get better. All right. So I, I, I don't see how they can be better than they were last year. I, I don't. I don't see ninety-two points there. Uh, Winnipeg under ninety six and a half. I think that number is long gone. Uh, they got problems all over defense. Um, Line is unhappy, so mm. we'll, we'll see what happens there. Could they, they trade him? Could they trade him? Yeah. They could trade him. Wow. I mean, I mean if, if it gets that ugly, they could. That's a big boy. Uh, the Habs over eighty eight and a half. I, I think Montreal is going to have it. Prices phenomenal. I think they're going to get a lot better. Why are they the Habs? I believe it's because they they they, they are just uh, the habit the, the habitants of, of okay uh, I never inhabitants of Montreal I, hear I believe it all the time. I believe I don't I'm not 100 percent certain I understand a lot you of could Canadian do a little things. Google search right now just like I search for uh, October 20th 2012 but I believe it, it's just like the the the, the residents the citizens uh, of Montreal I think okay I could be wrong all right uh, Vegas over 100 101 and a half they probably would have gone over last year had. Uh, they not had the playoff seating locked up. They had a brutal start to the year. Uh, I think they're the best team in the West. I think they I like that up, Stone guy. That yeah, with him in the lineup, they were fantastic. I think the way the season ended last year, getting screwed in the playoffs was a bad taste in their mouth. Uh, I think they're the best team in the West. Bad division. Uh, I, I think they go over over one on one and a half. Uh, Arizona under eighty nine and a half. I wonder if they're talk it. Yeah, like him. They, they 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 finished the year great, but I just wonder how sustainable uh, that penalty killing is. Uh, I I know I know Castle um, goes there, which should mm-hmm. help the offense, but we'll see. I I, I don't know. I, I think they could be another team. Basically, everything went wrong for Anaheim. Uh, new coach comes in. I think that will help them go over. Gibson's a great goalie, but he saw so many shots last year. It was bound to break down, but I think uh, the new style of play that they'll have will help is Anaheim over 80 and a half. Those are the six uh, point totals for you. All right. I was uh, listening to somebody NHL. Hopefully those numbers haven't changed too much other than Winnipeg. Don't bet a team to win the cup until the trade deadline. It's not worth it. That's not a that's not a bad call. Teams are totally different. I didn't know that. Or 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 you wait until right before the trade deadline when you kind of see some teams who could make a make a splash. Okay. I mean, and, and, and unless you see a team like like Vegas or someone start off really really slow, 
and maybe they dip down a couple of points and you get some additional value. All right. Who would you rather play for as a co for uh, if they were your coach, Barry Melrose or Lee Corso? Barry Melrose. Oh, and, 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 and I think I only say that because I think it's because I know Coach Corso <laughs> so well. Like I can't, I can't not look at him and not laugh or think of him with like this giant head piece of headgear on. So, so maybe like if I could just go back and do revisionist history and right. not think of that, that might the answer might change. Okay. Uh, the Big Mike Happy Recap will be after uh, our guest Matt Lindeman from Circus Sports. We welcome in Matt Lindeman, oddsmaker at Circus Sports, a.k.a. our other guys in the desert, as they're referred to on our podcast. Uh, we love them uh, with all they do, you know, owning that, that, that first release of lines on Sunday that I'm chomping at the bit every afternoon to get to on the East Coast. Uh, Matt, earlier in the podcast, the Bear and I, don't, we don't do this often. We disagree. And I understand the, the public money coming in on Iowa. I'm on Iowa. The Bear is on Michigan. Uh, have you seen a, a line move this much in, in favor of the underdog that's a road team so far this year? You know, we've probably seen some bigger moves than this, but just looking at where the game opened, a game going from seven to three and a half like this is a really big move. So uh, we've definitely taken a lot of money on Iowa. It's currently our biggest decision of the week. So it looks like we're probably going to be rooting for Michigan unless we see a move back up and someone lays the three and a half or, or lays the points with the Wolverines. But, uh, yeah, really interesting game. I, I don't think it's a, a great spot for Iowa. I, I think I'm, I'm leaning towards the Bear here with Michigan. But uh, I, I totally understand wanting to take the points in what should be a really low-scoring defensive game, an Iowa team that can go on the road, you know, defense travels. So uh, I understand the sentiment with Iowa, but for me personally, I, I'm kind of leaning Michigan here. Good to have the uh, Mr. Linden in my corner. I, appreciate yeah, I, I feel feeling. I feel a lot better about my uh, my feeling. position right now. <laughs> what, what what about the uh, Auburn Florida? It seems like it, what I'm reading in looking at the move too. It seems like everything everything is Auburn, 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 Auburn. With, with what with three three and a half now with the Tigers. Yeah, we're well. We actually just saw a move about fifteen twenty minutes ago. Came back down a little bit to two and a half. Um, I kind of had a bad number on this game. I had Florida's slight favorite, mm. and Metcalf, our director, he's the other guy that makes numbers with me. He had Auburn a favorite in this game, and it looks like that's about where it's settled. But uh, really interesting matchup. You know, I think it's another situation where you got Auburn, who's a defensive team, who's proven they can go in and play tough on the road. They did it, you know, two weeks ago at Texas A&M. And, you know, I, I really don't know how well either team is going to be able to score. Like, I, I think you look at on the Florida side of it, I think their offensive line is really going to struggle with a dominant defensive line from Auburn. And then Auburn going on the road, Bo Nix and – and it's a tough environment with a, a Florida defense that can pressure the quarterback a little bit, I think he could struggle. So, uh, to me, this sets up a little bit more of an under game. As far as the side, we need Florida right now, but uh, we, we've really seen some two-way. Once we got up to Auburn minus three, we, we saw some interest in the dogs. So, should be a great game, great atmosphere. Yeah, I'm looking for one of these nice, awkward, like, 19-18 type <laughs> scores. And I, I totally agree with you. The Florida defense getting a lot healthier, too, yeah. uh, by the way, especially with Henderson coming back. Obviously, Matt, Ohio State coming in, uh, the talk of the week after their performance in Lincoln. And I'm just curious, is, you know, we've talked plenty about, you know, on Daily Wager and stuff like that about the, the, the line of, of, of Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback of Clemson, dropping all the way down. I think I saw it, uh, out there t- this week, 75 to one. 
Has there been more buy-in on Ohio State or Fields as a quarterback, like Ohio State to win the title or Fields to win the Heisman? You know, we haven't seen as much on Fields with the Heisman just because Tua, Burrow, and Hurts have all been so efficient. They've, they've gotten off to great start. So I totally understand people not rushing in the window to bet Fields until – he goes, you know, I think if he keeps doing it for another month or so, we might see some more interest. But right now, he's probably lagging a little behind those guys. But as far as Ohio State as a team, it's getting to the point where I'm having a tough time catching up to them because they're playing so well. And this week, you know, we, we've definitely seen interest in Ohio State. Uh, Open that game at 17, 17 and a half, and now we're up to 20. So mm. I'd mm. like to think that Ohio State is going to show some flaws eventually, but I'm not really eager to jump in front of a moving train. So uh, as good as Michigan State generally plays in this, these spots and as well as they usually play as a big dog, I just don't know if I can fade Ohio State right now. So uh, really interesting matchup, even though the spread is up there at 20. Yeah, I, I think it's the last two years. I think it's 74 to 6. I think it's a combined score with Michigan State being a dog, obviously, in both of those games. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm with you. I don't. I don't really want to take a stand on this one, one way or another. Like it wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if D'Antonio drew something up and they hung in there, or if Ohio State just steamrolled them. But in terms of like the national title uh, race and people making any plays there, I mean, the talk of before the year obviously was. It's Alabama and Clemson versus the field. I don't know if that was your assessment of it, uh, but that was a lot of people's assessment of it. Do, do you think it's still that case, or uh, can you, do you think you can really make a good case for uh, Ohio State, LSU, uh, Georgia, Oklahoma, one of those guys? Yeah, I mean, going into the season, we really had no reason to think that it would be anyone other than Alabama and Clemson. But looking at Clemson, it reminds me so much of Florida State in 2014, yep. Alabama in 2010, these teams that are coming off of a national championship and they're, you know, I don't want to say they're an overwhelming favorite to win it all going into the season, but certainly the favorite. And they just aren't interested. It doesn't seem like the motivation is there this year like it was last year coming off that really dominant win over Alabama in a title game. So I think that Clemson has, has definitely opened the door for a couple other teams looking at, yeah, LSU, Ohio State are certainly in the mix. And obviously that LSU-Alabama game is probably going to determine who comes out from the SEC West. But, uh, yeah, Georgia as well, who's, who's kind of been laying low a little bit, but uh, they're certainly going to have their shot against Florida, or against Alabama in the SEC title game. So I do think that the way Clemson's been playing, it definitely opens things up a little bit, but it's just really hard to doubt either of those programs. The way they've played in the playoff the last few years, they've just pretty much steamrolled everyone, it seems like. So uh, until proven otherwise, I, I think Clemson and Alabama are still the two top dogs. Speaking of Clemson, uh, obviously plenty of the talk about how disappointing they were last week. They got a bye week. They host Florida State. Any any inklings as to a line for that game next week? Ooh, that's a good one. Let me uh, let me run the numbers here. I would think that it has to be if it's at Clemson, probably north of two touchdowns. I was going to say, uh, is it north maybe, of twenty one? Yeah, let me take a look here. Yeah, I, I think I'm trying to think a couple Ooh, wow. of years ago. I think oh they were gosh. it was like seventeen, <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe a little more than. A little more than two touchdowns. I just plugged it in, and my number uh, is uh, 28 and a half. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's going to be steep. But, yeah, I mean, looking at Florida State's defense, they really struggle to stop people. So if Clemson yeah. decides that this is a week they want to come to play after that's... you know really struggling against North Carolina, it could get ugly pretty quickly. Yeah, that's what I was expecting, something a lot closer than a little. <laughs> and then, obviously, Oklahoma-Texas next week. Texas – with the brutal injuries to the corner position, they got to go to a tricky game uh, in Morgantown. Uh, but Red River next week, do you have? Is Oklahoma going to be given double digits? 
you know, looking at that game, I actually have Oklahoma like 12 or 13 points better than Texas just yeah. from raw power ratings. But obviously with the way that game plays out every year and, and knowing Texas and Tom Herman and the respect they yeah. get as an underdog, which, which they've certainly earned, but uh, that number always comes a lot lower than what I have it. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if that game ends up being 10 or maybe a little bit less just because Texas generally – steps up for that game and plays pretty well. But, uh, yeah, I think Oklahoma is clearly the class of the Big 12. There really hasn't been much of a drop-off with the offense, and the defense looks like it's much improved with the new coordinator. So uh, definitely going to be a tough game for Texas. I, I really wouldn't expect them to come out on top this year. Any uh, any plays you guys have taken from some pretty respected players this week that you, you might uh, be willing to, to share or expound upon? Yeah, I've got, I've got a bunch of games here. Uh, if you want some that are a little off the radar – that's my uh, wheelhouse. Yeah, look, 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 look at the board last week. Western Kentucky, Old Dominion, UA. That, that, that's what I'm here for. That's, you're here for the Sun Belt and Conference USA. Huh? Absolutely. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, looking at the Ball State game, we opened that number nine, Northern Illinois nine, and that game has, has worked its way down to five now. So that was uh, probably a bad opener on our part. Um, a few other games that have moved quite a bit, and we, we've taken plenty of money. Uh, Virginia Tech, Miami, we opened that game at eight and a half, and mm. it's now up to 14. Mm. Uh, looking at uh, seeing Virginia Tech Miami. last week against, yeah, I mean, but seeing Virginia Tech against Duke last week, it's just really tough to play that team against a stout defense like Miami. I just don't know how they're going to score. So uh, I understand the sentiment wanting to bet Miami there. Um, and then the one that we really missed on was Purdue Penn State. We opened 17, and that's now up to 27 and a half. So uh, that's our other big decision this week. And I, I understand it with the Rondale Moore injury and Sindelar being out and Penn State and James Franklin just running up the score on a lot of these teams. But, man, that is a lot of points to give Jeff Brom. i got to say that. So I, I think that's a game where I'm probably going to try to make a case to, to take the dog at 28. Hmm. Very good. One other thing I got before I, I'm, I'm done here, Matt, is just listening to you guys and, and knowing – what Mr. Stevens has invested in the, in the Vegas Knights season tickets and all that. What's the dynamic like for, 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 I'm talking NHL now with the season starting Wednesday night, but the dynamic of the Vegas Knights and how everybody just bashes betting them and you guys trying to make the lines. Like, how does that work? Like you, I obviously you can't root in, against the Knights in front of Derek, but what it, well, my, the, everybody in town has to be rooting against this team, knowing how much the people in town bet them, right? You know, it's really interesting, especially when you look at it from Derek's perspective. And obviously, yeah, on the book side of it, it's not good when the Golden Knights win. But think about how much more business you're drawing in when the Knights are playing well or when they make a run in the playoffs. So it really kind of ends up, you know, obviously not on our end. It doesn't offset. But for him as a whole or the company as a whole, when the Knights are playing well and winning and people are coming out and watching the games, you end up making money in other ways. So it's a really fascinating dynamic to where you do want them to play well. And, you know, we all root for the Knights. You know, we – we understand that it's not going to go well if, if they're playing well as far as the book's concerned, but we're all Knights fans, and so it's a really interesting and, and kind of delicate balance. I know a couple of years ago with the Stanley Cup futures, everybody in town was so exposed to it, but at the same time, everyone had kind of fallen in love with the team. So you're sort of torn, you know, you're going back and forth on if you're a fan or if you're a bookmaker, you know, what side are you rooting for? Uh, so it's a really interesting thing, but I think that as long as they're playing well, we can't complain with you know all the interest they generate around town. Okay, you, you talked hockey here, so I have to ask you to give. Uh, I want you to grade my report card here. 
Here, here are the okay. six uh, season point totals that I have played. Tell me what you hate and w- probably all of it and what you might like. I'm Islanders. probably not going to be able to give you much. but All right. <laughs> I, 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 maybe, maybe, you, I'm, I'm sure you hear either. a lot of things and you see a lot of things. And may, I might be on some bad sides. Who knows? But I got, I got Islanders under 91.5, Winnipeg under 96.5, Montreal over 88.5, Knights over 101 and a half. I was on Knights under, and they probably would have gone over last year yeah. if they weren't locked into that playoff seed. Uh, Coyotes under 89 and a half, and Mighty Ducks over 80 and a half. Those are the six that I uh, that I sent in. I haven't heard a lot about most of those teams, but I have heard the Jets are probably looking at taking a step back. So that sounds like one that makes some sense. I, I want to say they maybe lost some guys. I really am not a hockey expert whatsoever, but. Uh, from what I've heard, that one sounds decent. And I do think that the Knights, after the way their season ended last year and how well they played once they acquired Mark Stone, I do think it makes some sense to play over with them, uh, especially in the division they're in. So uh, that's really all I can give you, though. i, I got to admit, I it's haven't right. gone in-depth on most of these NHL teams. Just figured I'd throw it out there. And from someone who might have a round robin of Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, with Liverpool and Man City, with Rom, Kepka, and Finau, <laughs> with Dodgers, Astros, and some cross-board parlays. Well, what, what's like the craziest combination that, that you've seen in some of these things? And why don't more books out there offer these? They're great. You know, there have been so many different things. It's funny because a lot of the parlays have ended up being favorites. So you don't get just the astronomical, ridiculous parlays where, you know, people are taking like three fifty to one shots. It's usually like, you you know, kind of the ones you were talking about, Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, and the college football, a lot of the Patriots and Chiefs. Uh, but the ones that are funny to me are the ones where they, they parlay all their teams in their hometown. And, you know, they'll maybe bet the Cardinals and the Blues to win it all or, uh, you know, uh, just, you know, two or three of their teams. Do you, are there are there any of those lives? Do, do you know if there's any, any live Cardinal Blues? That would be, probably be a pretty massive one, I would think. Yeah, no, uh, well, I, I want to say that they just opened when – they opened on June 1st, so that was right at the very end of the hockey season. Okay, so I, I would imagine there yeah, probably right. weren't many plays on that. But, yeah, most of it is us needing to fade Clemson, Alabama, and the Patriots. I think if we can avoid that combination, which it seems to come almost every year, it feels like, <laughs> then uh, we should be okay. Very good. Uh, Matt, I appreciate you taking some time to talk to us. Uh, huge fan of what you guys do. And uh, can't wait for the, for the new casino. The countdown of the calendar is on my calendar, so – uh, good luck. Hope to see you next time we're out there. Yeah, guys, definitely. Stop by and see the new casino, and uh, I appreciate y'all having me. Good luck to everybody. Please rate, review, subscribe to the pod again, and uh, check out the College Football Podcast with, it was it, Nagandi, Pollock, Herb Street. They're getting after it. Those guys are working a lot of days trying to catch up to you, Bear. They are. And check out the Bears article on The Athletic with Max Olson, and, and, and check out our column on ESPN. And for the Big Mike Happy Recap, I am going Iowa plus three and a half. Tulane plus three. Northwestern plus seven and a half. Maybe Troy plus 25. Over 54 and a half in the Rutgers Maryland game. West Virginia plus 11. Iowa, I'm sorry, Michigan minus three and a half. Uh, Iowa State minus three and a half. Then maybe Virginia Tech plus 13 and a half. Stanford plus 16 and a half. Monroe plus fifteen and a half as I thumb through the papers. So that, that 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 that's where we are. All right. The less you bet, the more you lose when you win.